Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know, ever since we started Born Ready to Pod, people have been asking us for advice. Usually it's how many games will the Pacers or insert NBA team here will win this season. The truth is, I don't know, but if you think you know, you got to go check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to us. And that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. Join now, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code READY to activate your offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code READY. That's R-E-A-D-Y. When creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. You play, you win, you get paid. Neil the rebound. Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. for his ninth. 18 points, 9 rebounds, 6 oh. assists. Oh, 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 oh the chicken! Double time! Miles Turner! Yeah! Welcome to the NBA, my friend! Turner sets the screen. Oh, 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 no. oh, oh no. right Don't let him throw it down like that! Victor on the default! Throws it back to Oladipo. Stevenson behind, drives inside! And the foul! Lance Stevenson! And a chance for a three-point play. He just headbutted the Stanton. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod podcast. Welcome back to episode 15 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. My name is Chris Cook, and sitting next to me, as always, Eric Hawk, Jake Light. Very, very special guest today on the podcast from your Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Steve Gansey. You heard that right. Steve Gansey, head coach of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Had him here on the show. Talked to him about a lot, guys. What were your main takeaways? As always, not giving away too much. Well, there is something at the end there where he invites us to a certain tryouts that's happening in a month. Big. So I think our plan is just to go in there, go in there, guns blazing, set up a booth, Try to sneak in, try to get Pritchard to maybe give us an interview. We're going to do whatever it takes, all out. Maybe try to get a player, get Gansey back on. I don't think he knows what he opened up when he invited us to this trial. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, you're right. He did not. Not only that, but also a practice. Yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah. There's practice. He's been, he mentioned a practice. He mentioned tryout, uh, possibly first, game. I mean, let's be honest. We tried to weasel course side tickets for free from yeah. him. So then he was just like, he was just being nice, and he yeah. was like, you know, you guys could come here if you wanted. So that was very nice of him to invite us. Yeah, it was nice of him, and uh, it's nice of me to accept graciously. I will graciously accept. I will be down there. I don't know if I'll be trying out. Um, being a six foot one unathletic twenty eight. Yeah, that was also the best part is you know we at, we asked that question you know in a joking manner about us trying out for the team and he was actually serious. No, come on, come out and try out. Like they have random people make the team sometimes. So I still don't think there's any chance in hell that I would make the squad. But at least he has you know an actual G League coach has faith that you know I can try out and you know. Play my best. Uh, if this, if this was 20 years ago and the 15-footer was still dominant, there's no doubt in my mind I can make the four-way. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think he must have seen some of my YMCA film, playing yeah. with some of the older guys, just see, just, some, just some pure great bounce passing. Um, I think there's a spot for me on the team, just maybe not like on the actual team, just you know, podcasting on the bench somewhere and just talking. Here's Fine, what man. I want to do right now. PSA. You ready for this? think so. I'm putting him on the spot. David Harrison, we're going to see if you're listening. If you, David Harrison, Born Ready to Pod will cover 100% of the tryout fee Ooh. if you go and try out for the Mad Ants on the 29th. Ooh, that's big. And who's paying for that? Are you paying for that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured we all three would split that. All right. I guess would, that now. would be interesting, though, right? Yeah. That would be very interesting. We go there. We have, you know, David Harrison, who's been on the show, big favorite of ours. And we get him, you know, he's still, you know, he's he's in his mid-30s. You know what? I'd if like he to... made the team, they would make a movie after us. <laughs> would, I know. That's what I was thinking. We get him out there. He makes the team. And then, you know, he credits us for making the team. And maybe, you know, eventually it turns into a movie. We get some big publicity. Works out both ways. Like, I will play me in the movie. Like, <laughs> would you guys? Play me as well. There you go. So, Who I mean... would play David Harrison in the movie? Uh, it's got to be. James? <laughs> I think I don't think Kevin James is the right guy. Um, maybe Forrest Whitaker. You can maybe look him, make him look younger. Young yeah, that's good. Yeah. No, I think he deserves something. I think he deserves like a Shamar Moore on stills or something. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. That's the guy off uh, Criminal Minds. What about Idris Elba playing David Harris? That's what, yeah. What did you just go and say, Denzel? No, 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 no. We don't want Denzel for this. No, no, we don't want Denzel. We need a a free spirit, somebody that can just shoot the shit, and and that's it. Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx starring as David Harris. Right. I think we're getting too ahead of ourselves, but absolutely the offer exists. (laughs) David Harrison just has to listen to it. We're testing him to see if he listens to the podcast that we will pay for. But maybe he has no interest at all whatsoever. Are we going to tag him with this tweet? Are we going to tag him with a tweet or we put this out? Like oh, yeah, David Harrison, said, hey, you might want to listen to this. Yeah, definitely. I'm interested to see his response. Yeah, so we'll see if that works out. But anyways, you know, back to the topic at hand. Fort Wayne Mad Ants head coach Steve Gansey. Interview is coming up next. Hope you guys enjoy. Tonight we have a very special guest with us here on the podcast, head coach of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, and he also served as the, as the Pacers Summer League head coach here this last summer. We have Steve Gansey joining us tonight. Steve, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate being on. Yeah, so, uh, you know, after your college basketball career, you started out with the Mad Ants, I believe, back in uh, 2009 as an assistant. 
Um, so what were some of the main reasons, you know, after getting done with your college basketball career that you wanted to get into coaching? Well, um, you know, I had two, uh, I had two great internships before I, uh, uh, had my final internship with, uh, the Mad Ants. So I had, I had three, uh, you know, really good internships before I started getting, uh, paid, I guess you can say. But, um, I did an internship with, uh, the USA basketball team. Um, I was, uh, on support staff with them, um, back in, uh, I was right before my senior year. So it was my, it was my junior year going to my senior year. And, uh, those guys had a, um, couple pretty good players back then deandre jordan um steph curry and then uh a new pacer um was tyreek evans um and, and and yeah that that was a pretty good team uh patrick beverly played on that team also michael beasley um was huge that was right before um his uh his freshman year at uh kansas state so you know, being around that from a from a, a support staff um, point of view was was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I was in charge of uh, driving the buses and getting guys food and helping out in practice. And um, you know, I actually had to run a couple drills uh, at some point um, throughout the throughout the training camp there before they went overseas. Um, and uh, it was just great. Um, Jerry Wainwright was the head coach um, then, and me. Uh, you know Sean Ford and Bayheim and all those guys. It was it was definitely uh, uh, something I'll, I'll never forget. So that was kind of my first uh, first thing that I did. You know, right after playing and and uh, playing at Ashland. Um, from there, I um, I worked for uh, Priority Sports Entertainment. That was another internship. Um, that, that's in Chicago. Uh, back then, they had um, you know they, they represent. Well, they still represent NFL and NBA guys. And uh, back then, their biggest uh, NFL guy was Kurt Warner. Um, you know, they had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, players, a lot overseas and NBA. You know, Gordon Hayward was was one of them. Um, you know, they have a lot of uh, uh, a lot of NBA players right now um, within the organization and, and being represented. Um, they actually represent me as a coach right now, so it's kind of funny. Awesome. Uh, I was an intern for them. Yeah. Uh, they represented my brother. My brother was uh, kind of testing the waters and um, going out there and, and trying to make an NBA team and playing overseas. So that was kind of my those first two internships, and then I did an internship with uh, the Mad Ants. And I loved being on the court and uh, working with guys. And uh, I had aspirations of being a sports attorney. I, I wanted to I wanted to be an agent, and um, I'm glad I kind of went this route because um, I've dealt with enough agents in my. Uh, in my career and uh, you know they're, they're great and uh and I, I just kind of felt fell in love with just continuing to be on on the court and trying to get these young players um where they want to be and, and and better basketball situations and trying to make as, as much money as uh they can so that's kind of how i fell into it you spent a season with the canton charge as an associate head coach but your coaching career has primarily been with the mad ants here in indiana being from Ohio, what has made the coaching experience in Indiana so special for you as you continue to coach here? Well, you know, to kind of even go back even uh, before that, I mean, for that internship with the Mad Ants, um, I emailed two teams. I emailed Idaho, um, the Stampede in Boise, and then I emailed uh, Fort Wayne. Those are the only two teams I uh, emailed, and I emailed Boise because my brother um, got drafted um, 
from Boise to go play there, and I just kind of wanted to be around them and and see if I could help out. And they never got back to me, but uh, Joey Meyer got back to me, and uh, he said, "When can you be here?" And I said, "I'll be there tomorrow." And next thing you know, they threw me keys to pick up the guys from a uh, van and uh, in, in the van, and then we had uh, first day of training camp. So it was kind of nuts, but. Um, being home is huge. Um, you know, it's only three hours from Cleveland where I'm from. And, uh, you know, it's great to see family and friends, uh, you know, come up and visit. Uh, you know, I'm a Midwest guy. Uh, love the city. I mean, it's, it's a great, great atmosphere, great, uh, place, um, to, to live. And, you know, there's, I'm a big restaurant foodie guy. So love going and checking out local, uh, uh, restaurants and they got great coffee shops. So, it's just unbelievable that, um, you know, everyone, everyone has been just so welcome for me um, and being in their city, and, and it's great. That's awesome. Uh, back in 2015, uh, the Pacers purchased the Mad Ants, making Fort Wayne the primary affiliate for the Pacers. Um, since that time, you've been able to coach guys like uh, Glenn Robinson III, GR3, uh, Joe Young, TJ Leaf, and even Tyler Hansborough for a period of time. So how beneficial do you think the G League is for these young guys especially the ones that are on two-way contracts now. Uh, just being able to get playing time, which is obviously huge for them to gain experience, and how does that help them in you know their future endeavors in the NBA? Well, it's huge. Um, you know, being in the G League uh, for a number of years now, I've seen the growth over um, the course of, uh, you know, <laughs> nine years here, and uh, it's, it just keeps on getting bigger and better. Um, more NBA teams are buying into it. Uh, I think there's only, um, you know, three or four teams uh, now that, that don't have uh, an uh, actual uh, affiliation um, and have their own G League team with them. Um, so it, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, those guys that uh, that, 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 that you mentioned, uh, being around them, um, not only just the players, but the coaches also. I mean, I, I live in Indy. I've been living in Indy the last two summers, right when our season has been over. And uh, Coach McMillan and, and uh, you know Kevin Pritchard have have been unbelievable towards me and just, uh, you know, open, you know, leaving the door open and, uh, you know, get, giving me an office and being there and, and being able to work with those guys is huge because, um, you, you never know if any of those young players are going to be in a mad ants uniform. And, uh, you, you, you want, you want those guys to have an easy transition when they are assigned, um, it, whether it's one game or whether it's, uh, you know, majority of the year, which we've, uh, had different experiences, um, you know, in previous years. So it's big, you know, the, the two way contracts are huge now. Um, you know, guys, uh, get to at least, uh, spend 45 days or, or fewer, um, with NBA teams. And, um, you know, last year we had, uh, Alex Poitras who was on a two way and ended up getting converted to an actual roster spot. So these guys are, are NBA players, these two way contracts. And uh, it's just really interesting, and, and I love the, the way the NBA and the G League is utilizing these guys because, um, you know, it's, 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 everyone has to be on the same page. The Pacers and the Mad Ants have to be on the same page. Nate and I have to be on the same page. we got to run, you know, the, the same stuff offensively, defensively, because you don't know uh, when a guy may go down or when you may need a two, two-way guy. And if he's in Fort Wayne and he needs to play the next day in Boston, uh, you know, he's, he's got to be ready to go. And, and, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Who is the player that either you've coached or coached against that's like has the best like raw talent? Maybe not like a guy, you know, maybe not a first round pick, but the guy that like caught your eye or that you've coached that you just think, man, this guy can really play. He just needs an opportunity. 
Um, well, you know, I've I've coached him. I've I've went against him also this past year. Um, and uh, you know, he 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 won a championship uh, for uh, for Fort Wayne when I was when I was the assistant there. And that's uh, Tony Mitchell. Uh, oh, Tony yeah. Mitchell played at played at Alabama. Um, you know, unbelievable talent scorer. I mean, he was back to back dunk champ. I mean, the guy can shoot it. He can score any possible way. Um, you know, he's made some money overseas, but um, you know, he should he should be in the NBA, and he should have he should be um, you know playing some significant minutes for an NBA team. And uh, you know, he was he's probably been one of the most talented guys I've ever coached against and coached. So it was announced back in June that you were going to be the head coach for the Pacers Summer League team this uh, summer. Um, so take us through what that experience was like for you in uh, Vegas. Oh, it was great. Um, you know, being being asked to, uh, you know, lead an NBA organization um, and being able to, to coach their young players um, and their new draft picks and uh, even some previous uh, Mad Ant um, players that, that I've coached um, is huge. Uh, first time in Vegas, all 30 teams um, being there. It was it was just a great experience. Um, you know, Nate and Dan Burke, Popeye Jones, Bill Baino. Um, you know, from a coaching staff, those guys have have been great to me and always uh, answering my calls. And you know, obviously, I'm at Fort Wayne. There, they're all over the place, Indy, and all over the uh, you know the, the country um, having games, but. They always call me back and, you know, hey, you know, I, I, I need this kind of player. What do you do against in this situation? Um, those guys are right there um, for me. And uh, being able to uh, lead, you know, that, that organization in the summer was, was huge for me. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget it. And it was a great experience. You a craps player? Uh, what we got here? You blackjack? Pulling the yeah, spots? I'm a blackjack uh, craps guy. Um, I, I, I came out big. When uh, when I left Vegas, now I wish I would have got some more wins. But um, well, when, it was uh, it was a, it was a great experience. That's when you great leave experience. is when you're up big. You don't go back. That's when you lose it all. Yes. I, I <laughs> well now well now I've I've heard that uh our, the you know the well they're, I know they're in discussion of it, but uh, the G League showcase might be in Vegas. So we'll have to meet you out there. <laughs> Like, I may not have a suite at the Four Seasons uh, in, in the G League season, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. Okay, like where, where's like your favorite place in Vegas? I mean, where were you gambling? Maybe not the place you were staying. Don't want to give away that information, but like what place were you like? Oh, this place is pretty cool. I'm just going to go ahead and do some gambling here. Um, the Cosmopolitan. That's oh, kind yeah. of a it's a great spot. There's a there's one little area where you can play blackjack, and there's like a DJ right there, so it's like free entertainment. I remember walking into the Bellagio, and then I spent like $400 in about 10 minutes, and I was like, okay, I'm out of here. I, I can't compete with these people. I'm out. I'm going back. I'm going back to New York, New York, or something like that. Yeah, there's there's there, there's a lot of places to go there, but I stick to the to, to the low tables and, uh, and, and you know, sit there and have fun. So. Yeah, I love it. Obviously, the three big names the Pacers fans were looking at this offseason during the summer league was – Aaron Holiday, Alizé Johnson, and TJ Leaf. What were your main takeaways from those three guys in Summer League? And was there anyone else on the roster other than them who stood out to you? Well, uh, you know, start off with, um, you know, TJ Leaf, uh, you know, a second-year guy. You know, TJ's put on, um, I think, over 20, 25 pounds of muscle um, since last summer. 
and has really been working his butt off. I mean, I'm uh, I'm here in Indy, and you know we've got workouts you know Monday through Thursday, and uh, he's been in here pretty much all all summer. And then we'll start um, adding that fifth day um, coming after uh, after Labor Day. But um, you know he played well. Um, you know he uh, you know he probably if you would have asked him, he probably would have loved to. Sh- uh, make some more open shots down there in, um, in Vegas. But, um, you know, you definitely saw, um, the improvement from last year to this year. Um, you know, obviously he, he played with the Mad Ants for three games this, uh, past season and, and played really well. Um, I would have loved to have him, uh, uh, some more <laughs> throughout the year, but that just didn't happen. But, um, his confidence is, has gotten a lot better and, uh, you know, his length and his, his athleticism and his position, and being able to stretch the floor is, is something that uh, Pacers fans and um, just Indiana are, are, should be really looking forward to uh, the, this upcoming season. So um, Aaron Holiday being the first pick or being the first round pick, um, his ability, um, you know, to stretch the floor. Um, you know, he was over a, 30, a 40% shooter in college, and um, you know, getting to the basket and, and really finishing with. Um, through contact and, uh, and, and really doing and, and getting wherever he wants. You know, that was one thing that I was really uh, impressed with um, in the summer was his ability to, to get to the rack and take a hit and, and, and finish. Um, I always, you know, told a bunch of other coaches that, uh, you know, he, a lot of those, a lot of those uh, layups, he, sh- he probably should have had a lot of and ones uh, throughout the summer. But, uh, defensively, you know, his, his wingspan, that's one of the things that a lot of, uh, people talk about, um, you know, his ability to get deflections and, uh, keep guys in front. I mean, he's got a great base, uh, with, with his body and, uh, um, you know, his, his ability to switch on, you know, other quicker guards. I mean, he fights in there. He's strong. And, you know, obviously he has some good pedigree with, uh, two older brothers in the NBA too. So he knows, uh, how to work and everything. And he's been in here and he's been, he's been having some great workouts too throughout the summer. Um, Alizé Johnson, uh, you know, Alizé coming from, a, a you know, a Chuco, you know, playing, um, you know, at, at kind of a, a lower level, um, you know, in, 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 in college, uh, you know, he, he has a chip on his shoulder. Uh, I love Alizé's motor. That's everything. Um, that, that's the first thing I talk about when I think about Alizé. And, uh, you know, he, he plays extremely hard. And, you know, a lot of people might not think that's a talent, but I think it is. And it's a skill because uh, a lot of people don't do it. And uh, Alizé has a great motor. Um, he gets that ball. He can do a lot of different things. He can handle it. Um, you know, right now we're, we're continuing to work on his jump shot and being able to stretch it. I mean, any rookie that comes from college to NBA and trying to, uh, you know, um, uh, step back a little bit and, and shoot those NBA threes. It's, it, it takes a, uh, takes some time and it's a big adjustment, but, um, you know, we're trying to work on that with him offensively and then defensively, uh, you know, he, he, he keeps guys in front and that's not just, you know, the threes and the fours that he's went against. Uh, he's, you know, he's keeping one through four in front of him and, and he likes that challenge. And that's what you see, uh, you know, the, the NBA game, uh, going to is it's a lot more switching and, and keeping guys in front. So, I'm really excited to work with these guys, um, and uh, you know it was a great summer. Um, had us had some other guys that that, that we really liked. Um, you know, Edmund Sumner, who was uh, a two-way for for uh, Fort Wayne last year, but you know he was he, was, he had, had a lot of injuries uh, throughout the years coming back from injury, and he had a really good summer. He's continued to get better. 
So he's another guy that uh, fans should continue to watch this uh, upcoming year in Fort Wayne and, and in Indy. So. Well, you kind of stole my next question, but that's all right. Uh, one of the guys that I think a lot of Pacer fans forget about is Edmund Sumner. Um, and mostly because he only played one game with the Pacers last season. He did deal with several injuries, and uh, he was on a two-way contract. But he did get some playing time for you uh, with the Mad Ants. So being his head coach, and obviously you have a great point of view for this, um, what are some special traits in his game that you think um, might – help the Pacers here in the near future? Well, Edmund's ability to, um, to, to get to the basket, um, you know, the, he's 6'5", he's um, lanky, length, lanky, but he's he's extremely strong. Um, you may look at his frame and you may think that, you know, he's, he's a skinny kid who, who's not strong. Well, he's, uh, you know, talking to our strength coaches, he's one of the strongest kids on, on, the, on the Pacers team. Um, you know, and, and, and he, he, he takes that as a challenge when, uh, when, when guys are trying to bully him in the post and, and those guys usually don't go anywhere. So, um, you know, his, his ability to just get to the basket, use his athleticism, um, you know, he's got sneaky hops is what I call it. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he, he can make, pa- he, he can make a lot of difficult passes that, uh, smaller guards, um, can't see and, and can't make. And, um, you know, he's really been showing that. Um, this summer, uh, one thing that we've really been uh, working with him, um, and I got to give kudos to um, you know Norm Richardson, who was who was with us, um, who was my assistant in Fort Wayne, um, and and Jared Simpson, and then uh, all, all the video guys and player development guys at the Pacers. Tim Dather has been working with him uh, every day this summer, and really has has improved uh, his jump shot. Uh, he's, he's, he's starting to knock it down on a, on more of a consistent basis. And, uh, you know, obviously if you're going to have any chance in this league at a point guard position, you got to be able to, uh, knock down an open shot or else those guys would be really helping, um, off you. So, um, I'm really excited to see what Ed's going to bring this year. And, uh, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I just view him as just being kind of a real tough guy. I mean, how tough is he? I mean, obviously he came out of Xavier, so they're kind of known for their toughness, especially on the defensive end. What's his attitude like? No, his attitude's great. Um, you know, he's he's a kid from Michigan. You know, I, I talked earlier about uh, about those those Midwest kind of ties, and um, everybody that I've talked to in that area um, said the guy's a, a competitor and he's a winner. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if anybody, uh, watched that game against the Cavs, uh, in, in the summer league, uh, just watch that, that first, uh, you know, three, five minutes and seeing, and, and see, and see what he brought on that defensive end. Uh, he was picking up full court and getting into Seti Osman, um, and, and was turning the ball over and, and we got some easy buckets off of it. So the guy has a chip on his shoulder. He's got something to prove and, uh, it's going to be exciting to watch him this summer or yeah. the, this upcoming season. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so recently you just signed an extension with the Mad Ants, so congrats on that. Um, and I think you're going into your fourth year now as, as actual as the head coach. Um, so obviously the roster is still being played out. You guys have tryouts coming up here soon. Um, but what expe- expectations do you have uh, for the team going into the season and actually for yourself as well? Do you have any personal goals for yourself? Uh, to, you know, because obviously you're going to – you're starting off coaching. What do you want to accomplish this year in your coaching career to help you going forward? Well, um, you know, our, our, our goal is, um, every year is, is, is to make playoffs. 
Um, you know, we've made the playoffs five out of the six uh, seasons, and that's always been our goal. Um, but, you know, I in the beginning of the year when, when I sit there with our coaches and, and talk with uh, our, our GM, Brian Levy, you know, we talk about, um, you know, telling our guys that we want them to have better basketball situations. Now, that can be either going overseas, that can be you know, being maybe closer to home, getting a call up, or just making more money. And that's one of the things that we always preach is, uh, you know, come here, work your butt off, uh, and, and, and let's try to get you a better basketball situation for next season. Um, so that's one of the things we always, we've always talked about. You know, obviously in the last two years, um, we've been in the, um, well, I guess Latin's past year, we made it to the second round because we had a first round bye, but I want to continue to go a um, little deeper um, in the playoffs and continue to, uh, you know, to see some of these guys that um, people don't really know about. And then next thing you know, what they uh, are, uh, you know, getting picked up on two ways um, and, and, and heading overseas to, to big Euro clubs. I mean, for me and, and, and our staff, uh, a player, if he doesn't get into the NBA, that doesn't mean that that's not a, a, a great situation. I mean, we've had some really good, good players in the past that, I mean, everyone thinks call up is, is everything. Well, it's not. Um, so, you know, and we've had some really good players come out of here and, and play high level basketball and, and, and make a lot of money and, and put themselves and their families in, in a lot better situations. So, that's that, that's always been our goal. We want to win. We want to develop. We want to get these guys better basketball situations. Right. Oh, you mentioned your brother Mike, and uh, he's currently serving as the Cleveland Cavaliers assistant general manager. So kudos to him. Uh, he friend of the show Scott Agnes wrote an article back in April about the sibling rivalry between you guys during the Pacers and Cavs series during the season. So you joined the Pacers as you mentioned after the G League season. Um, so tell us what that experience was like, you kind of being on the opposite side of that rivalry, being on the bench and just kind of going at it against your brother's team. Well, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, at first it was, I was assistant and he played in the G League. He played with Erie. Um, and then and then from there um, he, was, he was working with the Cavs and then he became the general manager for the Can Charge. And then I was going against him. Uh, in, in that different role, and then it became uh, myself and uh, my brother working together for, for that one year in Canton, and that was great, and I really enjoyed it. And then, uh, you know, and then and then the past two seasons, you know, helping out with the Pacers and being with them um, in, in that first round and going against the Cavs uh, and seeing uh, seeing him, you know, on, on the other side. I mean, it was it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, can't you know, a lot of brothers can't can't have that story. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just great. You know, obviously we have, have some little rivalry going, uh, when we go back home is actually I'm going home, um, tomorrow to, uh, I'm going to the Browns game, but I'm going to, his, 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 uh, daughter is turning, it's her birthday. So, uh, I'll, I'll be at his house and I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking hoots. <laughs> so it, it, it's fun that we, we have that competitiveness with each other, but, uh, he's my brother. I love him. And, uh, you know, it's, it, 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 it's all just uh, trash talking. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, did I just gather that you're a Cleveland Browns fan? I'm a huge Browns. Oh my Browns gosh, fan. we might have to nerd out here in a minute and talk about it. But I'm a huge I just, Cleveland Browns. I just, fan I mean, well. this, this hard knocks thing has gotten me excited, I'm and so everyone else in Cleveland tomorrow's 
tomorrow's going to be the dress rehearsal, so I bought my Jarvis Landry T-shirt, um, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be fun. You know, there's there's actually a a restaurant bar in Fort Wayne um, that actually it's a Browns backers bar, so I always go there and watch the games. <laughs> Dude, I got my Baker jersey ready to go. This might be the last time I can wear it. You know, maybe this whole season, which would be fine with me as long as we're winning. Um, but yeah, I'm just so excited. I was at opening opening day uh, last season in Cleveland. And might be heading that way again for the for the Steelers yet again. So I can be I can be more pumped up for the season. So well, last I'm, time it was like I, I, last year I, I made a bet with uh, Coach McMillan. Uh, he gave me seven points because uh, his Steeler and he, he's a big Tomlin fan. He loves the Steelers, and they played uh, the first game last yep. year, and uh, the Browns only lost by six. So uh, Coach McMillan had to wear my Browns jersey for the entire day. Um, <laughs> at the facility a lot of people didn't know that because he, you know but um it, it was funny but i think uh i, I think the browns are going to get him this year especially if it's in the dog pound uh yeah, game one so i, I might have to be, be making another bet with coach nate yeah and craziest part of that whole thing last year i i felt like you know miles garrett this is awesome obviously he was injured early but it, it was just like there's there was a lot of hope in that team as well and literally first possession three and out and then they blocked the blocked the punt for a touchdown. It was like, oh no, not this again. And then literally they just, I mean, I, I just think it's going to be a good year. I think there's a lot of upside to it. It's just always like something bad is going to happen. I just hate the feeling. Like not winning again, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we got some diehards. You you, you you can't live in the uh, you know the, I mean you know when the Cavs you know won it back back you know a couple of years ago and you know all my friends in Cleveland. I mean. You got to suffer for some of them bad years to enjoy the good ones, and I'm just waiting for them brownies to turn it around. So, why not? Right, so, for most on the pictures we've seen on the internet, you look really suave. You always got your hair slicked back, and you're always wearing the nicest suits. So, where do you get your suits from? Are you a men's warehouse guy, J.C. Penney, or online somewhere? Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a men's warehouse guy. Um, yeah. You know, usually when they have a great deal, like a two for one, yeah, I'm, I'm usually. Uh, stepping in there but um you know peerless cleaners is a is is a great um cleaner uh dry cleaner and 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 they take care of me uh in fort wayne so it's the best spot in indiana so if you're ever in fort wayne you gotta check out some uh peerless cleaners out there they take (laughs) care of you fort wayne i'll bring my dry cleaner (laughs) there you go there you go also, uh, some from some in-depth research, we have located a photo of you dressed as John Cena on the internet. I'm assuming <laughs> Man, this was for Halloween, or huh? maybe it was just a big wrestling event. You you wanted to dress up as your favorite guy. Care to discuss? <laughs> no, I was uh, I was a junior. I was a junior in college, and um, I went out down to Kent State University, and it was Halloween, and um, it was fairly fairly warm that night, and. Uh, I really didn't put a lot of money into it. I think I just bought a fake WWE belt, and that was it. And I had, I was John Cena for the night. Um, you know, I wouldn't do that right now. I'd probably be more of a heavyweight wrestler. But you know, <laughs> that was that was a long time ago. I, I'm surprised it's still out there. <laughs> you can't delete anything on the internet. <laughs> Um, so Fort Wayne Mad Ants tryouts. They actually, I think, came out a couple days ago. Said they're on September 29th. So our question is to you is, what would you say the chances are for three guys who haven't played any organized basketball in over 10 years of making the squad this year? 
you'd be surprised the percentage of uh, um, of, of, of those guys probably making our team. Um, you know, one of the things that we that you know that, that, that the G League and, and the coaches we all talk about every year is you know finding a diamond in the rough. And um, you know, from from my experience with, with these open tryouts, um, they're great. I mean, you, you never know who, uh, you know, has been working out and, and kind of low under the radar and maybe they didn't have the grades or maybe, you know, something happened or whatever and, you know, family issues or something, but um, you, you, know, you never know who shows up, you know, and, and for instance, you know, I, I put it on my Twitter um, today and Facebook, you know, Ron Howard was an open tryout player and uh, Ron uh, is the only, you know, he's his number and his name is hanging from Memorial Coliseum rafters right now. And he was a MVP, and he and he was a champion, and he won uh, you know uh, a championship uh, in, in the in the D League, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. And the guy's got the nickname Mr. Bad Ant. So uh, this guy is a, a big time role model, celebrity in the community, and uh, you just never know uh, who will show up um, at these open tryouts. I mean, you know, every year we've had. Uh, a player um, or two from the tryout who actually make our, our opening roster. So um, it's a it's a great event. Um, it's going to be. I mean, if if you're just a basketball guy and you know you really may not um, you know want to you know or think you're good enough uh, to play in the G League, it's a hell of a workout. <laughs> yeah. It's a hell of a workout. If I mean, if I if I was in better shape and you know I just I just loved hoops. I'd pay the 150 because you're gonna you're gonna get a workout. You're gonna play you know five on five games for um, you know a good you know 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and uh, it's just it's a lot of fun and uh, you get your eyes on um, professional basketball coaches and professional scouts. Um, you know Ryan Carr um, for the Pacers and Vance Catlin and a lot of different other um, uh, Pacers uh, scouts and employees have have been up there to to check it out so can't say that well what we didn't tell you is that we are short fat and slow i don't know if that's that, okay i don't know if that's that influences a, you you will walk out of there with a with a mad ant jersey and uh and uh a, a probably a, a a sore a couple sore hamstrings <laughs> love it well we might have to make that trip just to see what that's all about i think that'd be a great place you know to set up a podcast area but um, you guys typically start your season off in early November, and uh, being the head coach, you have a lot of pull. So with that being said, any chance that there potentially could be three courtside tickets waiting for us in roll call for game one? Maybe. We'll see. Wait a second. That was not – I was expecting it to be like, oh, heck yeah, man. Whatever we can do for you guys. You guys are you know stud, stud athletes that tried out for the team and the least we can do. Hey man, if you guys want to, if you guys uh, want to come up to Fort Wayne, I'll get you tickets anytime, and you can uh, check out a, a practice, check out a shoot around, whatever you want to do. But come to the tryouts, man. I got to see if you got if you guys got jump jumpers or not. I'm a, I might have to take you up on that, man. I'll come spectate the tryouts because I know if I paid the 150 and I played five on five, I'd be done at 10:30. Like I'd be exhausted. <laughs> well. I'd I'd love to see you guys come. So and then and then I'm if if you guys just want to watch, I'll definitely be asking for your. Uh, I'll be I'll be definitely asking for your uh, 
your your expertise on the basketball court. So we'll be there. We could benefit. You yeah, could benefit from us for sure. I'm a I'm a varsity high school basketball coach in Indiana, so I, I don't know. I could give you some some pointers on the flex offense if you really need it. <laughs> hey, I mean, if, if you really want, I could I can have you guys be a tryout coach, and you guys can pair up, and you guys can coach. I like that. Coach your team for the day. Now you're Let starting. Me know. To, you're starting to speak my language. I might have to hit you up on that. I think that'd be awesome. I'm gonna need a resume and cover letter, and some references. I I got you, man. <laughs> I don't know if we got any references, but we can type up a resume. Hey, I mean, 20, 28 year old head coach in the state of Indiana. I mean, varsity basketball. I mean, it's gotta get you something, right? Hey, man, it's all it's all trying to score more points than the other team. So That's it. I'm, I'm I'm always open to anything. All right, I like it. Okay, well, I think uh, I think that's all we got for you today. Um, we appreciate having you on. Um, again, this is Steve Ganzi, head coach of your Fort Wayne Mad Ants, um, and also the Pacers 2018 Summer League coach. Coach, thank you so much for coming on with us, and uh, we'll definitely be keeping in touch, uh, see if we can hook something up with the Mad Ants at some point this season, and possibly even tryouts. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks, guys. Really appreciate you having me on, and uh, go Pacers. Go, go Pacers. Mad Ants. Have a good one. All right, well, that wraps up our interview with Fort Wayne Mad Ants head coach Steve Ganzi. Guys, you know, now that we can, you know, talk a little bit more about that interview, come on, spill the beans. What were some of your favorite parts? I love the relationship with his brother in Cleveland and just the sibling-sibling rivalry that is ensuing. Ganzi's on a track to become a head coach in the NBA, I think. I think this is where you got to start, then you go to a bench role for a couple years, and then you get noticed. You never know, and he's he's now one of our great friends and our good contacts. So that rivalry with him and his brother in Cleveland, I think, is going to keep keep growing. Would you consider him? You know, if you had, let's say, and sorry to interrupt you here, if you had uh, a fave five, you know, that big what was that T-Mobile from a few years ago? Yeah. Would Steve Ganzi be in your fave five right now? Yes, I mean, just because you asked me, and if I actually switched to T-Mobile, I feel like I'd have to do him just for that. Other than that, I'd probably have my mom and dad in there as one and two, and then Steve Gansey would be three, in my opinion. <laughs> I, well, I don't know how to follow that up. It was such a good question. Um, I, I think the part that really got to me was just the fact that Gansey talks about how talented some of the guys are in the league. Um, and there's some good young players. They just don't find their way on rosters. He's mentioned Tony Mitchell, um, who's a guy I really like coming out of college. Or I don't even think he – I believe he didn't even go to – a specific college. I think he just made the jump um, from overseas. Um, I don't think he went to college, and that might be totally wrong, actually. I think I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Doesn't matter. Um, he was a guy we kind of did a little research on because uh, we thought maybe the the Pacers would be interested in him coming out because he could really shoot and very athletic, um, and obviously we, we passed on him. Uh, but the fact of the matter is there are talented guys, and he talked about um, you know Edward Sumner. Um, he's probably going to coach Holiday. Um, just that Alizé Johnson. Johnson, just that baseline of people he's probably going to coach and he's already coached, they potentially have a very big impact on the Pacers' future. And um, there's talent to be had in the D League, G League, sorry, and that's that's the way it goes. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree 100%. <laughs> I might have just butchered like seven things in that statement. I Honestly, have a head cold, so I'm very sorry. Talk for I'm, there I'm, I'm surprised you knew where you went to college because I couldn't have told you. I, and then you ended up not thinking you went to college. Well, sure I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm simply stalling as I Google Tony Mitchell because this really bothers me. And the internet's really slow. So, um, yeah, I uh, Gansey, absolutely one of my favorite interviews. Uh, of course, it does help the fact that he did invite us to – training camp yeah. and uh he did a lot of things uh, one on little the court tidbit here unknown we were originally scheduled to uh record with steve earlier in the day and he had an accident on his bicycle where what did it what happened again i forget i'm not exactly sure i just know that he we don't want to get tire. too much into details because you know it's we're his not going to say life. what it was but yeah but like it was a no danger and and he was and he was nice enough to let us know what was going on yeah. and you know he didn't just give us the highs we were all on pins and needles so yeah steve gansey was going what did he say what show was he watching he's also big uh my wife's trying to get me to watch that i don't remember what it's called it's got jessica beale yeah oh 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 it's the one where she freaks out at the beach she freaks out at the beach and kills the sinner. The yes, sinner. The yeah, sinner. That That's what he was watching. Uh, Tony Mitchell, North Texas. I was absolutely wrong. And, uh, well, he, he, I guess he kind of went to college North so Texas. So if you see Steve Gamzee <laughs> in public, go up to him, start a conversation about the sinner. It's definitely going to get the conversation going. Good starter conversation. Ask him about Tony Mitchell from North Texas University. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're excited. We are, you know, oh, hopefully – we're going to go to tryouts and then practice, yeah. and then hopefully we have some good content there for you guys because that's all it's about is you know providing you guys with some excellent Pacers content. And that includes the Mad Ants because they're a Pacers affiliate. So To get TJ Leaf on the podcast. That's number one. Are we going to just run out there right at the beginning of tryouts, just cancel everything and just hold him hostage or something? What, what's I don't will he be at tryouts? Be, or not, <laughs> be yeah, not tryouts. I mean, sorry, I guess. At a practice if practice. he's there. Oh, yeah, we'll tackle him. I don't care what we're going to do. I... TJ, TJ, you're coming on the podcast. I don't care if we have to. TJ Leaf might be at tryouts, too, honestly. Well, kid- he didn't show me much. <laughs> 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 well, kidnap well, So that's going to wrap up our episode with Steve Gansey. Some great, great uh, G League insight there also from Summer League. And we're obviously looking forward to maintaining this relationship with him going forward. So that'll wrap up episode 15 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. And we uh, will see you guys here soon. Thanks, Armchair fans. Bye-bye.